Hello, everyone. Woo! Welcome to Carly Johnson's Slow and Steady class. I am super honored to introduce her. She is one of the strongest leaders in this company that I know, and I absolutely love her story. You guys are going to get to know her story. Um, going to read you a couple things about her, and then I'll tell you how she really is, because she's one of my best friends. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Okay, so after attending Dream last year, Carly Johnson felt inspired to do her tortoise and the hare video and felt like it was a message that all direct sales industry needed, not just mascara. Carly just really felt inspired to do her own slow and steady pace and to help others realize that there is nothing wrong with going slow and steady either. Carly feels like she is in a great place to build on that message even more now. Her slow and steady pace has produced some great momentum for her now. Now she feels like she can really show artists what they are capable of creating if they just stick to it and don't lose hope when others around them seem to be going faster than they are. Carly is excited to reach artists that, that feel like she did too and, and they're, they're flying under the radar. So I love that so much because she has, I remember our very first convention, who was at Shine? Did you guys go to Shine? Woo! I remember Shine with Carly. She was one of my very first artists that signed up with me and she came and she had two teammates I feel like and she wasn't like defeated because she's a rock star. She's also an eight, like she's a total Enneagram eight, which those are powerful people. Um, but she was kind of like, hmm, two teammates, like you kind of like feel a little bit alone in it, like I'm not a rock star yet. Um, and I believe now, I don't know where she's at, but I think she has 100 people on her team now and she is thriving with, and she leads them so well. But she has, it's definitely been slow and steady, and I feel like a lot more people need to hear that. I think in the beginning, if you've been here from the beginning, we see the same faces over and over again that get recognition, and you're like, okay, we get it. And I think that's just one of the things that happens when we're a new direct sales company. But you're going to continue to see more Carly Johnsons, and there's going to be a bunch of you guys that will be like that, too. I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. everyone. Okay. Got my first goal. I didn't trip coming up, so that's out of the way. Um, I am a little bit nervous. I don't think I've slept in like four days, and um, I need some energy. So I want you guys to, if I say something that speaks to you, I want you to let me know. I want you to hoop. I want you to holler. I want to feel like I'm in a Baptist church up here, and I get amens and preach, sister. Okay. Britta's got me. Okay. So let's just get into this. Our topic today is slow and steady. Being patient and consistent with your business as it grows. We have been given such awesome tools this weekend. Do you guys feel like you know how to do your business because of the classes and things you've heard this weekend, right? We know how to apply makeup. We know how to color match. We know how to have bomb parties. We know how to do all the things. But what happens when you know how to do the things, but you just don't? feel like you can do the things, right? Like, what you guys need to hear today is how to keep going and how to do the things when you don't want to do the things. So that's what this class is about today. Okay, so first of all, I want to see by a little show of hands today how many of you have struggled to be active ever in your business. All right, okay. How many of you had a, a terrible launch party? Okay, yes. 
How many of you had a class flop? Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of you have felt like none of your friends and family support you in your business? All of your customers are the, like these people you don't even know, and your own mama won't buy from you. Okay. <laughs> How many of you have felt dumb going live? Okay, I will tell you a quick story. The first time I went live, I didn't even go live. I recorded a video in my son's bedroom, because that was like the only decent lighting in my house. I propped it up on his dresser, and I found this little clip. I don't know why I didn't put it in my slideshow, because I meant to. But like, I turn the camera on, and it goes for like two seconds, and I just go, I feel so stupid. <laughs> and then I reach up, and I turn it off. Like, and then I think, I try turning it on again, and I got like one minute in, and then I just started crying. Because I was like, I feel so dumb. Like, people don't want to hear this from me. I don't want to do this. Okay, thank you for the whoops and the yeah. How many of you have craved a little bit of recognition in this company? You just want to be recognized, right? Don't be shy about that. Put those hands up higher. Okay. How many of you have felt like you'd never be able to catch up to the other artists? Yes. I forgot to start my timer. I was so prepared. Okay, someone tell me. You guys keep track of my time. Um, how many have you felt out of place this weekend? Okay. <laughs> how many of you have been petrified to share the business opportunity? Okay. Let's just keep going. We get the idea, right? We're all terrified of this. It's impossible. We're all scared. <laughs> Chelsea is just going to leave her hand up the whole time. Okay. How many of you have been ghosted by your friends after you shared something with them? That feels really good, doesn't it? Okay. How many of you have wondered if it's worth sticking it out in this business when you've had a really slow start? Where the paychecks aren't really there yet, your husband's like, oh my gosh, are you really doing this again? Can we not just hang out? And you're like, yeah, I know Friends is really exciting to watch, but like, I want to build a business. And it's hard because he's like, you're not making any money. You just keep spending it on more makeup and ring lights and all of the things, right? Okay, we've all been there. So if you raised your hand, I want you guys to listen up because this class is for all of you, okay? All of you. Your ability to keep going and being patient in this business is what will make or break you. Now that you know where this class is headed, I should probably properly introduce myself. Oh, you guys, look, I'm not even using my slides I did. I'm just so excited. Wait, where did I don't, I missed a show of hands. There was something, okay. This is me, okay? I was raised in a small town in Southern Oregon. Where are my grants past people? All three of us, because it's a tiny town, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I was a tomboy, I had bad haircuts. Bless my grandmother's soul, may she rest in peace. She was my hairdresser, my cosmetologist. It was awful. Anyway, the perm stage, there was also a mushroom cut. You guys, I could not even show you those pictures. Um, high school, freshman year of high school. Can you guys find me? Should I point you out? I, I'm nervous. I can't even hold it steady. Okay, that's me. Like, I showed this picture to my kids, and my son was like, is that you? Like, the gorgeous one right above me. And I was like, oh, no, honey. No, no. I'm the little 10-year-old, even though I'm 14 right there. Okay. So, I was never, like, super beautiful not super makeup popular and confident like I wanted to be and like wished I could be. But at the age of 31, I finally feel like I'm kind of growing into my womanhood 
and like 82% of that is mascara makeup. So yeah, mascara! Yay! Yes! And then I go get a makeup wipe and I'm back to like 16 again, it's fine. Okay, so which brings us to today. Right now, aww, right? Okay, um, I am married to a handsome hubby and um, building my dream home, um, working in network marketing. I'm like writing network marketing professional on my kids' like applications for school instead of like stay-at-home mom. Like I'm owning it and that's exciting. And um, it sounds pretty dreamy, right? Like things are going good. But you guys, this is not where I started mascara. So I started two years ago. Like mascara, my life looked very, very different. So um, I was struggling to find myself in motherhood. And okay, I know there's some whoops out there for that. Yes, okay. I was struggling to find myself in motherhood. Um, I have these two wonderful boys that I love, but heaven to Betsy. Like, I love them, but I don't really like them all that much. They are fantastic, but they are also the life suck in my life. Um, <laughs> yes, okay. I was struggling to find myself. I had put on some extra fluff. Um, I think because I was lonely and I was insecure and I didn't know who I was anymore. And the fluff that remains now is just pizza and chocolate and I am never giving that up. So this is me forever. Okay, yes, I'm like, I've had two kids. It's pizza, it's fine. Um, let's see, two years ago we were financially leveraged. So my husband was um, like a budding, like budding law practice attorney. We'd only been a couple years out of law school. I mean, we, like I went. I put him through, okay? And um, so he was like budding this practice. We decided it would be like a really good idea to like move into our own office building for his law practice, like within two weeks of buying a, like a second house and like keeping the other one as a rental. We totally like mismanaged that one. And um, so then we ended up financially strapped and I was babysitting, remember how I was like, I don't really like my own kids. I was babysitting other people's kids in my home for us to make ends meet and not have to go into our savings every month. And you guys, that was awful, like so hard for me. And um, anyway, I'm rambling, you guys. We were stressed out, I was exhausted, I was over it. So right at the peak of this rough patch, my mother-in-law decides, let's have like a big group family photo. And I'm like, oh, this is fun, okay. So um, I'm like in this place where I'm like kind of hating my body and I don't really know who I am anymore, and I just am feeling defeated. And it's like, let's, let's take a big picture of this time of your life. Okay, great. So um, this is my in-laws, the Johnsons. They're all like models and thin and perfection. And I'm like this short, little dinky blonde, pasty girl. Anyway, so, um, so these pictures come, and I'm feeling pretty bad about myself. And right around this time, remember we have no money. Like, I'm babysitting so we can pay our mortgage. So um, this, like, these photos come along and I really, like I had started seeing mascara on the internet, right? Like before and afters, friends sharing videos. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I think contour is my answer to all the pizza and chocolate that I've like been hanging on to. And so I saved every penny of my birthday money so that I could buy a hack pack before these pictures. And you guys, it came the day of our pictures. I had it sent straight to St. George because that's where they were shipping from and that's where our family photos were. I live here, BT Dubs. And um, so I have it sent straight there so it comes on time. 
this was the first time I ever put on the makeup was for these pictures. And like I look at other pictures from that day, it's like, oh my gosh, I was so bad at it. But I felt so dang beautiful that day. That was the day, sorry you guys. That was the day that I knew <laughs> that this makeup was special and that it was different and that it could make moms that felt like they had lost themselves feel like they were a little bit of themselves again and that they had a little something special going on. Okay, I can't read my notes because I'm crying now. I'm also a crier, so get used to this. It's happening more. Okay, so, um, okay, I saved all my money, bought the kit. And then I kind of had this moment of like, people are going to make money with this. This stuff is good. Like, this stuff is really good. And um, I had a moment of like, if you can't beat them, join them. So I decided to sign up. That's a really great why, right? Like, solid why. Like, I'm going to go far in the business with that. If you can't beat them, join them. Um, I had been seeing a lot of people make money on social media. One of my friends, Holly, right here was with a different company. Welcome to the bright side, girl. And um, she was killing it. I was like, well, if Holly could do it, like maybe I could do it. And I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, so I had my launch party. So my launch party, remember I was like, did anybody have a launch party that sucked? Okay, you ready for this one? I had my launch party and are we on a different slide? You guys, I'm so rattly. Um, I had my launch party. I like went out, I bought a bunch of treats, and I like set it up in my husband's new conference room in his law office, and it was so cute. And I invited like all my friends from like both our old side of town and our new side. And out of like the 20 plus women that I invited, guess how many came? Zero! Not a single one, okay? None. The only other living soul in that office that night was Jackie Richards. Yes! Okay. And I sat there and I fought back tears. And yeah, you're going to see them right now. I held them back that night, but not anymore because I'm proud of these tears. So I fought back tears. I'm sure Jackie still saw them, but she is like, it's fine. We can save this. We can save this. Do a live video. Like, it'll be fine. Just like, I'm like, live video? Like, I'm crying. Anyway, so Jackie, like, if it hadn't been for Jackie that night, I'd probably have been like, this is so stupid. I knew I couldn't do this. Like, no one's going to support me. Like, I'm not, I'm not as whatever, whatever we think we're supposed to be, right? I'm not that. And Jackie literally would not let me quit. And I am so grateful, so grateful for a wonderful mentor like that. Um, but that night, I, I learned the first lesson in my business that I learned over and over and over again that first year. And it taught me that... You've, if you listen to my tortoise in the hair, you know this, but I'm going to say it again. This is the only one I'm repeating because it's so solid. Um, if you've, uh, let's see. That lesson I learned that night was one that Bob Heilig talks about all the time. And he says, you are either going to reap the rewards or pay the price for the life that you've lived before your network marketing business. So do you guys know who Jessica Perez is? Yes, she just had the most beautiful baby girl. That's why she's not here. I adore her. She and I are literal mascara twins. Same sign-up day, same mama, Jackie Richards. Okay, Jessica Perez and I, like boy moms, same Enneagram. We're a lot alike. We both love Excel spreadsheets. It's a thing. They're awesome. And um, so we both, you know, are the same. But Jessica Perez was an influencer within like six months, right? She's amazing. And then here I am, like two plus years into it, not there yet. 
But I had a real problem because I'm like, okay, we're so much the same. Like, why is she killing it? And I'm over here like, uh, I don't know what to do. So I had like these thoughts of like, why is she doing so much better than me? Like, I'm working my business. I'm smart. I'm dedicated. What does she have that I don't? Have we all been there? Have you guys had those thoughts? Okay. So the difference is the person that I was before my network marketing business and the person that just was before hers. She's amazing. She's a sweetheart. I am feisty, okay? And I had to pay the price a little bit. Oh, you guys, yes, I'm, my girls are like, mm-hmm, she crazy. Okay, so remember, oh, I didn't even tell you guys. So I was a total MLM basher before, before uh, mascara. So let's just, let's just drink this in for a second. Wait, where did it go? Okay, it's out of order, it's fine. Okay, this is a post from like two months, six, six weeks before I joined Mascara. Can you guys, do you want me to read this to you? Okay, I'll read it in the tone I had it this time. Dear MLM distributors of the world, if, you, if I have never even met you, please stop requesting to be my friend on social media. If I ever decide that I'd like to wrap myself skinny, have lipstick that lasts for 24 hours, take on a new skin regimen, buy stretchy one-fits-all mom clothes, make all of my own cleaners and self-medicate with oils, or spend a fortune on health supplements instead of just eating healthy, I will go to the many, many people that I know personally that sell those products and get them from them. Sincerely me, and probably 98% of everyone else on Facebook. Disclaimer, and literally this, this whole disclaimer is for Holly. And I took the part out about like tarantula eyes for Holly because I respected her and the way she did her game. So um, this disclaimer was for Holly. Disclaimer, I do use some of the above products and some MLMs are great to, have great things to offer. I am just so over getting friend requests from random people and clicking on their name to see a million posts about their MLM. You don't wanna be my friend. You want my money and you're wasting my time. Amen, right? Preach, okay. For the record, I still stand by this post, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do our business and doing this six weeks before joining was not the right way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it was coming, but boy, I wish I had it. Okay, so much of my first year was spent kind of undoing this attitude I had. And I had to spend a lot of time and attention creating like a positive vibe on social media, not like, oh my gosh, why are you all so annoying and just trying to take my money? Okay, so if you feel like you're having a slow start to your business and you feel like you just can't get there and you're, not, you're wondering why people are getting so much further than you are, then I want you to really stop and think about the person you were before you signed up. Just give it some thought. Okay, the second absolute most important lesson that I have learned is that you do not have to do the business at the same pace or in the same way as anyone else. Let me say that again. You do not have to do the business in the same way as anyone else. Stop trying to be someone you are not. Create your own path to success. Do you realize how incredible that is? I don't have to do it like anybody else. I tried doing it like other people for so long and I got nowhere. It was such a slow, painful crawl, but when I said, you know what, I can't do it like them. I gotta find my own way, that's when I started to have success. Nothing good comes from it being someone else. You will go nowhere because you're not being yourself and people like, know, and trust you. And you, 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 and not me. They don't know me. Your friends like, and know, trust you. 
Okay, let's keep going. I feel like I'm gonna run out of time because I get excited. Okay, so my first year of convention, technically the launch party. Jackie kind of talked about this a little bit. So um, I came, look, look how precious, oh, okay. Um, I came to Shine and I felt so dumb, you guys. Literally so insecure, so stupid at this convention. I kept looking around like, oh my gosh, these women are gorgeous. I look like I'm 16. Like, I don't even look like an adult female yet. Like, what the heck? And they were like gorgeous and thin and like charismatic. And, and I just felt really dumb. So <clears throat> I had two girls on my team. I had one girl there with me, Mikkel. You the real MVP, my OG here. And um, so it was just a rough kind of awkward thing. I just felt out of place the whole time. So the dance party came, right? The big dance party we have every year. And Mikkel was, had her family in town. She ended up like not really coming and I felt so like wallflower loner and I just, I just crumbled. And I went outside onto the patio of that, that pool deck and I sat in a corner by myself and I cried, you guys. I just cried and it was so awkward. And then after like 15 minutes of crying in a corner by myself hoping no one would see me, I like tried to save my dignity by sneaking out and driving home the 15 minutes back to my house, Las Vegas, getting home, taking off my sparkly sequin dress, taking off my makeup, and crawling onto the couch, watching Netflix on my husband while I cried some more. It was really beautiful. So, <laughs> um, my bubble was totally burst momentarily. Like, so, so bursted. I was like, this is stupid. I'm never gonna be like those women. Like, I can't be like that. This is dumb, why do I even try? Um, but I also found this weird, deeper desire to succeed and claim my place at the mascara because I'm actually a three with a wing eight, but it's a battle. I kind of go back and forth between those two. So I was like, this is the worst ever because I'm not like owning this space, but I really want to own this space. So let's go to the next year. Dream 2018 came and um, within one year, I had a team of like 40 women and um, like 22 of them came to convention that year. Like what is that percentage? It's ridiculous. Um, that was not even me, that was my leader. So you guys are amazing. Um, but it was so fun and it was such a different experience. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I've worked so hard. I've built this team, I'm feeling good. I'm like, I've rank advanced a couple times. I'm totally gonna walk across the stage and it's gonna feel so good, okay? So then the award ceremony comes that night and I did not walk across that stage. And again, I felt a little bit stupid and I was a little bit defeated and a little bit like, wow, gosh, like I can't win. I can't, I can't play this game. I can't keep up. So um, again, I was hurt, but I also had that weird thing again where I was like, no, I'm gonna get on that stage. I'm gonna get there. Ain't no one gonna tell me I can't do this. And, um, <laughs> And so I went home from that and I just, I started looking into other MLMs. Not like, like, like shopping. I just wanted to look at what success looks like in MLMs that had been around longer than ours. And I, I learned that a lot of these MLMs, the top earners had been in their company for like eight years before they got to the top of their comp plan. And I was like, hmm, we've been around for a year and a half. We're like a little fetus company. And the only top earners did it in lightning speed because it had only been a year and a half. And I was like, okay. So I started to crunch some numbers. And um, what I discovered is that if I only rank advanced once every eight years, no, 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 sorry. 
once every year, so I'd be 72. And finally an influencer. Okay, so. It's fine. That if I advanced once a year for eight years, that um, I would be an executive director, right? And with the most bare minimum numbers, am I missing slides? No, I'm good, okay. So most bare minimum numbers, if I, um, if I only had like the exact structure I needed and they were only doing 300 or 600 or whatever they needed, I would still be making $110,000 every year as an executive director. And I would have made $233,000 along the way in that eight years, okay? Pretty cool, right? So my husband's an attorney. He did seven years of studies. And he came out of law school with a salary, oh, well, let's start here, like giant, enormous law school debt and a $65,000 a year salary with no benefits. We were living large, you guys, living large. That was during this, you know, mascara sign-up stage. And, um, and I was like, what the heck? Like, I could have been doing mascara while you were, like, well, I mean, I guess it wasn't around. But, like, that much time that he spent in law school giving them money to get, like, a stupid salary and, like, tons of debt. Look what we can do with mascara. That's pretty cool. So, anyway. <clears throat> um, but I, after doing this math and digging, I felt like artists needed to know that. Like, we need to know that. Because all we see is the super fast growth and the people that are like unicorns. And I say that with the most like praise and adoration because I am not a unicorn. So I, I felt like we needed to know that it's worth it and that we need to keep just plugging away and we don't need to get defeated when we just hear the same names. And we just see people do it quick and we wonder why, well, I can't do it. I'll never get there. And that's when I finally put together the tortoise and the hare video, which I'm pretty sure is the only reason I have an invite onto this stage. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so since then, I've continued to fall more in love with this idea that we can do it slow and steady, and it is worth it, and we will get there. Um, I'd love to give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to do like the slow and steady build, but that's totally counterproductive. You guys know how to do the business. What you need is the momentum and the determination and the, the path that's right for you. So no one's path will look like yours. You need to find your own way. What's your current goal? Is it earning three, 300 bucks a month, 3,000 bucks a month, 30,000 bucks a month? Whatever it is, you can break it down. You can like, what do they say, like back, whatever. Yeah, you can reverse engineer it. There we go, okay, did someone say that? Okay, reverse engineer it, get what you need, talk to your upline. Um, but whatever it is, you need to figure out how you're gonna do that. Are you gonna give up that Netflix time with your husband? Not like Netflix and chill, just like Netflix. Are you getting to? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I would go there. Okay. <laughs> it's getting hot. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> are you going to maybe give up like your time to just relax and take a bubble bath? Are you gonna get up early before your monsters are out of bed so you can have some peace and quiet to build your business? You need to decide how you're gonna get there. You need to claim that spot in your life and not let anything else interfere. So lesson number three, you need to claim your place in this business. You need to claim a place for this business in your life. No one is going to hand it to you and something else will always get in the way. If your business is a priority to you, you will make it a priority. We spend our time on the things that matter to us. With the way you are currently spending your time, does your business matter to you? 
I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay, so after figuring out where you can fit your business in your life, you've got to stop making excuses for yourself. If you really want to build that slow and steady success and make pockets of time count, we all love to believe, oh wait, huh, huh, I'm getting all over the place. Okay, um, you've done truly hard things in your life. The business is not one of them. How many of you like to think that the business is so hard? Oh my gosh, I don't wanna go live. Oh my gosh, they're gonna tell me no. It's super awkward. What else do we like to pretend is so hard about business? Anyone? What's hard about it? Sharing the business? Huh? You have to work. Work sucks. No, work is work and it's fun because it gets us cool things. Okay, huh? Getting judged for sharing the business, coming out of your comfort zone. It's all super hard. Okay, so, but I want you guys to stop. Think for a moment about the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Maybe you um, lost a loved one. Maybe you endured physical or emotional abuse. Maybe you um, had struggled with infertility or addiction or poverty or severe illness. What's the hardest thing you've ever gone through? Does going live to talk about your products seem hard now? No, not compared to the things that we have endured. I'm not gonna cry again, fuck. Okay, let's, I, I mean, we'll get to the part that makes me cry. Don't worry, it'll get real awkward in here. <laughs> Lesson number five, give yourself permission to succeed. You do not need anyone else's validation to move forward or to allow yourself to feel like a success. After claiming your place in this business and breaking the but it's hard mentality, You've got to give yourself permission to succeed. No one else can give it to you. No one else. Um, <clears throat> so many of us sit around waiting for someone to tell us that we're awesome, that we can do it. Like, I think I waited for Jackie to be like, oh my gosh, Carly, you can totally do it. And I just waited. And Jackie had 10 million other things to do. And I would get it every now and then. Usually, like, when she like, would call and be like, why aren't you doing your business? And I'd be like, I don't know. You could do it. Okay, I could do it now. Um, but we are all capable of great things, great things. We take, like, I like to take one step forward and then like look for validation. Should I keep going? And then if it didn't come, I was like, come on, praise me a little. That's the number three in me, okay. Um, but we do not need to do that. We don't need to sit around and wait for people to applaud us. We need to do this for us. And we need to keep going. And you know what's validating and telling you that you can do it? What's validating is making a sale. What's validating is signing up your first artist. What's validating is growing a team and getting a paycheck. Do you guys like your paychecks? Yeah! How many of you like going to the store and not having to give any cares about what you buy because your husband can't tell you no? Like, you went to Target today? Yeah, I did. Target all day. Okay. I, I'm not really like making that much money yet, but it's still nice. Really, it's just like, oh, the kids needed uniforms. Well, okay, didn't have to take it out of the budget. Exciting money. <clears throat> okay, so you do not need perfection in this business. Next lesson. Um, if you want to succeed, you've also got to stop focusing on your weaknesses. Better yet, let's get a bit of perspective and turn those weaknesses into your strengths. Those perceived weaknesses are your greatest strengths. So you're shy, relatable. You hate doing live videos, 
relatable. Terrible at the makeup, oh, relatable, okay. Uh, you only have 300 Instagram followers? That's relatable. People don't wanna see like this super mega uber perfect woman sharing the business and sharing the products because that's not relatable. They wanna see a normal person. How many of you like watch videos of like super fabulously gorgeous women that have never put, like they don't have a stitch of makeup on and they're still like runway models? And then you watch the video, not necessarily of our company, let's just say in general, like do you ever see like shampoo commercials and it's like flawless hair and then the shampoo comes and it's like, oh, even more perfect? And you're like, that's not my hair ever in a million years, so that doesn't apply to me. But then you see one of your friends that's just kind of normal. You see them share it and you see them use the, use the makeup. How many of you are here because you saw a normal woman sharing the makeup? Yes, okay. We don't see these perfect, flawless human beings put on the makeup and be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna look like that if I use that makeup. But when our friend on the road uses it and she looks dang good, you saw the first time I put that on, it was still a step up. And it's like, oh, if Carly can do it, if Carly can do it, I can do it too. So use those things that are your weaknesses and make them your strengths. When am I done? 25, 25 after? Thank you, okay. Um, we're gonna keep going. One of my favorite podcasts is Better Than Happy by Jodi Moore. And one of my favorite quotes of hers is listen. As long as I never give up, or as long as I just keep going, it's inevitable that I'll get there. As long as I just never quit, success is inevitable. Success is a process and a state of mind, not a destination. Just believe that you will get there. You don't need to know exactly how and when it will happen. Just keep going and know that you're on your way. Okay, this is a little, hang on, let's go this way. Um, <clears throat> another quote that I rely on heavily is the quote, um, not the quote, fake it till you make it, but own it as you grow it. So how much better does that feel? Like when we say, girl, fake it till you make it. You guys are like, I'm a fraud. I am lying. That never settled right with me. And then Jody Moore, she's a babe. I was listening to her podcast once and she said, you know what? Don't fake it till you make it. Own it as you grow it. And that is so, so much more profound to me, especially for this business. Because if we're acting like our lives are perfect and easy and we're like laying by the pool and taking like hot dog leg pictures, and posting them like, making money while I'm on vacation, poolside, working my business. Do people see that and they believe that or they're like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So I will show you guys my own Izzy Grow Up post. This is one that I did last year um, in Disneyland. When the eyeshadows went on sale, I was in Disneyland with my family. So we'd been at Disney all day long. It was the last night of the sale. I had all these women like, I want the shadows. I want the shadows, can you do my order? And I'm like, I just walked 25,000 steps. It's 11 p.m., but yeah. Okay, so my kids were all asleep, like all two of them, and my husband. They're all asleep in the hotel room. I'm sitting on the edge of the bathtub in this post. I had like literally can smell my Disney feet, you know. I can smell them and I'm like, huh, it's fine. Get these orders in. And I was working on my phone silently, Mommy, my, my family set. That is me owning it as I grow it. And people loved this post because it is real. And that is how you truly build a business. We don't build the business sitting by the pool. Maybe someday we get to enjoy sitting by the pool while we make money. 
but that's not how you got to that place that you get to sit by the pool and make the money. So own it as you grow it. Okay, so, oh, whoops, oh, man, okay, geez. Lesson number eight. Let's talk about burnout for a hot second. Burnout is something that happens when you go too hard, too fast, too long in your business. And it gets exhausting, and you can't keep up, so then you quit for a while, and then you try and start again, and then it doesn't really work because you lost your momentum, so then it's even more defeating, and you just want to give up. So I just want to tell you guys, it's okay to press pause on your business when things get hard, but you cannot press stop. You cannot press stop. Don't press stop. Okay. So I'm going to share a story, and I guarantee I'm going to be crying. So just if you're awkward, if that makes you uncomfortable, you could probably just leave it now. So um, about two years ago, so pretty early into the business for me, we um, had decided to adopt. And I was just building momentum in this business. I was just really getting started and feeling like I was capable of doing something here. And we had this wonderful birth mom that picked us. We flew them out to our home, her and her, her, her mom. She spent a weekend with us. I held her belly. We took pictures together. We were ready to go. We sold a rental home to pay for our adoption. I bought a bigger car because I was going to be a mom of three. And, um, and about three weeks before this little baby girl was due, the mom called me. <laughs> Don't cry, Chelsea. And she told me that she had changed her mind. But she didn't change her mind about putting her baby up for adoption. She had changed her mind about me and my husband and my little boys being the right family for her daughter to go to. She ended up picking a different person, and on Christmas Eve, she had that baby and gave it to another mom, another woman. And I was destroyed, you guys. I like, felt like I'd lost a baby and also been dumped more than any other time in my life. Like, such huge rejection. Someone telling you you weren't good enough to be the mom for her baby. And you guys, I wanted to just crawl into a hole and die. And I really felt so broken and shattered for, oh, well, still shattered, apparently. Um, but you guys, I did not stop my business. I, I don't think I even really pressed pause. I did enough that I needed to do to keep my customers going, to answer questions for my team. And I just did the bare minimum to just maintain until I had healed for a couple months and was ready to dive back in. So when things get hard and they get tough, don't quit. Just press pause if you need to. Because mascara should be a source of joy and happiness and excitement in your life. And if you press stop, you're losing out on a great outlet and a great source of joy when you need it the most. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is consistency, and I want to talk about it really fast because I'm running out of time. Okay, so um, patience is like the virtue of the business, of the slow and steady, and consistency is a vehicle that helps get us there. John C. Maxwell said consistency compounds, and I could not agree more. Do you remember in like high school algebra when they talk about compounding interest? And it's like, in the beginning, it's like a few cents and a few cents and a few cents, and then after like six months, it's like, woo, and you make all this money. Okay, that's kind of how the business is here. 
it's slow and slow and slow and slow and slow and slow, and it's like, oh my gosh, is it ever gonna happen? And then out of nowhere, it catches up, and you get to ride this awesome curve. My husband, the wise man he is, um, he told me when I was feeling discouraged early on in the business, he would say, Carly, the magic happens in the third year. Every business, the magic happens in the third year. You're not, you're not gonna be profitable until year three. And I was like, who are you? What do you know? You only studied business and then went to law school. Jeez. Gosh, Blake, he's know-it-all. Okay, I love him, by the way. He's literally my favorite person on the planet. But he's an eight, and it's really obnoxious. At least I'm guessing. He hasn't taken the test. He won't do it. Um, challenger, for sure. Okay, so, um, but I will tell you, as soon as I hit that, like, year three, I was like, shoot, dang, he was right. Gosh, I hate it when he's right. So be patient. And if you feel like you're already in year three because you've been signed up for two years and this is year three for you, I want to ask you if you have been working your business for two years or have you just been in the business for two years? If you have not been working your business slowly and steadily, make today day one. Start over and make today day one of slow and steady and consistent. Okay, so the, oh, well, thank you. Okay, we're not done yet. This is most important. So hold on. Okay. The last thing I want to talk to you about today is um, comparison. And um, this is the biggest demon in our mascara journey. And I would not be on the stage properly without referencing the queen herself, Rachel Hollis. Comparison is the death of joy. And the only person you need to be better than is the one you were yesterday. So I have a, okay, let's, whoa, hang on. Okay. So it's totally easy to get distracted in this business, right? Comparing ourselves to the other artists because there's so many gorgeous, stinking, awesome, talented, wonderful people in this company. And we love it, but it's also kind of like, gosh, are they all so perfect? Okay, so we got to put the blinders on. We got to focus on ourselves. And I have a very important question for you when it comes to regards to like, oh, people are doing it so much faster. They do it so much easier. They're making so much money. They just post a picture and they make sales. Like, I have to beg my sister-in-laws to make a sale. Um, so I have a question for you. Have any of you guys ever been on a cruise? Okay. So if you've loaded the docks onto a cruise, you know that's like the worst thing ever, right? Like you stand in line for like an hour, and then you think you're like about to get there, and then you go inside, and there's like a whole other concourse. It's like TSA times like infinity, and it's awful. So then you're on this, you're like standing in this line, you go through like the double concourse, like the letdown, the heartbreak ridge, and then you finally get to like this glass enclosed walkway. And it's like this oven, and it's like sweaty, and it's smelly, and it's hot, and it's disgusting, but you can finally see the, the, the ship, right? But then you're in this nasty little oven box, people's BO, like deodorant people, it's not hard. And you can see the ship, and there are people already on it. They're like, oh, leaning over the balcony, facing you, like sipping on their drink. And they're like already in their swimsuit. And you're like sweating and smelling the guy next to you that hasn't showered in three days. And you're like, ugh. But do you stand in that line longer than people, see people already on the ship, see people going through the VIP line and like cruising past you and you're not even to the threshold of the ship and think, gosh, forget it. People are already on that ship. They're already having fun. They're gonna get more out of this vacation than I am. I'm done. I'm going home. They're gonna make, they're gonna have more. You're like, oh, they're, they're in a suite. They have a balcony. They have a porthole. I don't even have a porthole. I'm in an inside cabin. They're going to get more out of
part of this cruise than I am. Do you go home? Do you go home? No, because it's still a cruise. You're still going to go eat the same food, see the same places around the world, have the same entertainment, and it's going to be bomb. And mascara is like that cruise ship. Am I not even? Should we keep going? OK, <laughs> cruise ship, OK. So mascara is like that cruise ship, you guys. Don't, don't decide that because you have to wait in the, long line, the line longer to get to the cruise ship itself to finally get aboard and start having fun that it's not worth sticking out the line. Mascara is still in port, you guys. We are still in port. We have not even left for the cruise yet. So if you look at these people on the stages, walking across, getting crowns, and you're like, they've already arrived. What's the point of me even trying? They're just standing on the ship. Like, the boat hasn't even gone anywhere. We still have the whole cruise left, you guys. And I will tell you, mascara is like the party of carnival with the class of the Caribbean. So, so you definitely want on this cruise ship, because it is like one of a kind. But I want you guys to know that it is worth it. That every one of us can have a spot on this cruise ship. That every one of you can make it. Sorry. Sorry. And that if you just keep going and wait your time in line, when you get on the ship, you're not even going to remember the time you had to stand next to Smelly Bob and his lack of showering. You're going to be so happy when you get on that ship and get to enjoy that vacation. So I want you guys right now, today, to claim your spot on this ship. I want you guys to take a picture of yourself and use the hashtag SSMascara and let me know that you are claiming your spot on this ship. I want to see your face claiming your spot because you all belong here and there's room for everybody on this ship. So all aboard the SS Mascara! Woo! That's it. Thank you so much. That's it, right?